Hello, this is Jeff Windsor, and this is Lucky Words, a podcast where we talk about culture, art, and a good deal of poetry, ideally all while we're outdoors doing something cool. Well, it's getting near lunchtime, and I am just coming back to Blue Rock Valley because I thought, you know what, I want to eat lunch somewhere outside today. And so I threw some food in my backpack and drove to the trailhead and walked up here. I am lucky to have a place that I can just, you know, be here within, oh, how long has it been? Half an hour, 40 minutes since I left my house. And I am, can't see, well, I'm in a valley. I see mountains, I see trees, I see trails, and that's it. Except for the trail, there's no sign of civilization from where I am right here. And if I'm quiet, I can hear the sound of traffic, but it's far away. Once I rise up out of the valley, it comes back, which is the sad part I guess but coming into it as soon as I cross over the top and drop down into the valley it just disappears I've got a fancy hike and lunch today got a peanut butter and banana and honey sandwich on homemade bread okay it's kind of fancy if it's on homemade bread it's delicious too. It's Kate's bread. She makes extraordinary bread. I've got a granola bar and an orange and some water. It's not fancy, but it's perfect. I'm going to read a poem as I walk. I hope. As I trip, that'll be embarrassing. This is by Edwin Arlington Robinson. An American poet died in 1935. This poem is called Cliff Klingenhagen. Cliff Klingenhagen had me in to dine with him one day, and after soup and meat and all the other things there were to eat, Cliff took two glasses and filled one with wine and one with wormwood. Then, without a sign for me to choose at all, he took the draught of bitterness himself and lightly quaffed it off and said the other one was mine. And when I asked him what the deuce he meant by doing that, he only looked at me and smiled and said it was a way of his. And though I know the fellow, I have spent long time a-wondering when I shall be as happy as Cliff Klingenhagen is. Now, the poem seems so nice and simple. It's just a story. One fellow asks another over to eat. They eat and they talk, and at the end he pours two glasses, one of wine and the other of wormwood, one of something delicious and one of something bitter and awful. And then he takes the bitter glass, chugs it down, and says, here, you have the better thing. The language is simple, 
The diction is straightforward. The story is easy to understand. But the poem lingers. It asks a question that it doesn't answer, and it invites us in that question for us to try and fill it in ourselves. We are put in the position of the speaker, that we also wonder. It also is something of an invitation on how to act and how to behave. What does it mean to drink the draft of wormwood? What does it mean to offer the wine to our friends? What is he talking about in terms of intentional personal discomfort? What do we gain when we put ourselves in a spot where we are no longer seeking for convenience and comfort and pleasure in all that we do? One argument that Robinson is making is that when we make that decision and choose things for ourselves that are uncomfortable, might be going to the gym, might be eating healthy. Eh, those are lousy examples, aren't they? Those aren't drinking the draft of wormwood. That is simply choosing the long view rather than the short view. No, there's something more to it than that. And something I don't fully have the answer on. There is one aspect of this poem that has a religious resonance to it for Christians. It's Christ who took the gall of bitterness, who accepted the difficult thing that other people can be happy. He takes the sin so that we can enjoy the good things. Now that's only hinted at. It's only implied and maybe it's mostly me that's putting it there. That's okay because I'm the one reading the poem. Maybe you'll discover something else in it. Something that I haven't seen at all. Maybe for you, you have another relationship. Another person who speaks to you as a Cliff Klingenhagen. Part of this interpretation might be about how I first encountered the poem. I first heard this poem nearly 30 years ago now. I was serving as a missionary and I lived in Brazil. And the girl who was supposed to be waiting for me sent me a letter and in the letter she included this poem. And I have never forgotten it. She's married to somebody else. Her lives have moved off in very different directions. But the poem has persisted. And after I heard the poem, or after I read the poem just once, I had it almost memorized, or I had it memorized enough that it's been one I've been able to recall easily whenever I needed to, ever since. I hope for you that while it might not be this poem, you have some poem that you have that you can just keep with you and you keep in your heart and you think about it often. You find opportunities where it seems to fit and you reflect on it again and realize that your understanding is as yet incomplete. I only partially understand this poem. While it is simple, like I said, I might get there someday or I might not.
but I'll keep thinking about it and I'll keep pulling it back out and remembering it again and again. Let's read Edwin Arlington Robinson's Cliff Klingenhagen one more time. Cliff Klingenhagen had me in to dine with him one day, and after soup and meat and all the other things there were to eat, Cliff took two glasses and filled one with wine and one with wormwood. Then, without a sign for me to choose at all, he took the draught of bitterness himself and lightly quaffed it off and said the other one was mine. And when I asked him what the deuce he meant by doing that, he only looked at me and smiled and said it was a way of his. And though I know the fellow, I have spent long time a-wondering when I shall be as happy as Cliff Klingenhagen is. Lucky Words is a one-man show. It's just me. Typically recorded somewhere here near my home in Utah. Sometimes traveling out and about. Always recorded outdoors and typically in a single take. If you'd like to read the text of today's poem or any of the other poems or anything else, some quotes about art or the outdoors, you'd like to read some essays that I've written, it's all available at jeffreywindsor.net.